This episode is brought to you by Integrity HR Management, the premier professional employer organization of Texas. Integrity HR Management makes modern-day HR simple. Let the professionals remove your headaches and help you get back to doing things that matter. Howdy, y'all, and welcome to another episode of The Great State of Innovation, the podcast of Texas Innovators. It's your, me, your host, Cole Carpenter, and today we're here back again with Sarah Asama from Teach for America Houston. She's the Director of Social Innovation, and we're here today to talk about and recap uh, the Dream Lab event at the ION in Houston. What's up, Sarah? How's it going? What's going on? I'm good, Cole. Thank you for having me back. Thank you for having me back. I know it's been a while. <laughs> it has been you know been cool maybe two three weeks <laughs> yeah it's good it's good to see you again and to, to be chatting with you um but yeah let's get straight into it um for those of you who do not know uh, the dream lab it's a tfa houston's next iteration and the fight against education inequality and uh really it's just a it is what it what it sounds like you know it's a dream lab it's a innovation incubator almost and a, a place for students to express themselves and to uh get into these innovative mindsets and um, develop these skills and, and solve problems uh, impacting their communities. So uh, if you want more insight into that, be sure to go listen to the last episode we had we did with Sarah. Um, but yeah, Sarah, what's up? We're, we're here today to, to recap and talk about what happened on, on that Friday, uh, September 23rd, I believe, at the ION. How was it? What, what, what was your like initial reaction? How, how, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, it was it was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, it was our first for many things. Um, first time doing the Dream Lab outside of the traditional school setting, which I, I'm personally very passionate about because uh, learning takes place everywhere, not just in the classroom. Actually, we probably learned a lot more outside of the classroom or when we were in high school um, at lunchtime and on, you know, in the halls than we actually did in the class. Like we're always learning behaviors and characters and uh, mindsets. So I was really excited about uh, taking the Dream Lab out of the traditional school setting. It was our first time out of the traditional school setting. Um, it was our first time kind of bringing our students in contact with the innovation world. Like I think in the past we bring innovations to our students, but this time like bringing students to the innovation ecosystem. It was our first time testing it out with older students. You know, as you mentioned last time, um, usually the Dream Lab is with fourth graders, or we've done it in the past with fourth graders, so like eight, nine-year-olds. This time it was like with 14 to 16-year-olds. Um, it was our first full, full day event. Um, yeah, it was it was a really, really awesome experience. Um, we had people come and visit and observe. And um, overall, I think we learned a lot. I think this is really driving home um, what I what I envision the, the the future of the Dream Lab to look like to know like what do we want to do what do we not want to do, um, but yeah it was a really really great experience and huge thanks to Divink and to the Ion for uh, giving us the opportunity to collaborate with them and use the space. Yeah, that, that's really really awesome. Great partnership going there. Um, could you give us like a little synopsis of the day? Like what went down? What exactly did the students experience and uh, who else was involved? I know that y'all had some um, college students, I believe, right? Maybe some graduate students. So, so we ended up shifting so much in the last two weeks. Um, um, 
So the rundown of the day, the students got to the ION and we took them through a number of design challenges. Um, so we had three design challenges for them. Uh, we actually only got through two. So that was one of the insights that I gained. We were working with all English language learners. So we had four languages in the space. We had Spanish, uh, Arabic, Persian, and Turkish. Um, so that was an added challenge, but super impactful. Um, and so I underestimated the time. It, would, it takes longer because we're basically doing it twice. So um, we ended up pivoting even the day of. So we had them go through two design challenges, um, one that was super hands-on and tactile. They had to design a mascot logo for an imaginary sports team. And so we kind of helped them brainstorm through that and like, what's the name? What sport does your sports team play? It doesn't have to be a real sport. Like you can make up a sport right now. Like what's their name? What's really unique about them? And based on these probing questions, they they were to design uh, this, this mascot logo. And so we had pipe cleaners for them, Play-Doh, markers, pen and paper, construction paper. And um, that and that's how we started it off. So I thought that was really, really cool, just getting them straight to designing. Um, and so they got super excited about that. Then we went into our speaker, which is, who was Mike Yates, one of my mentors um, and just an amazing innovator. He's an education innovator. Uh, maybe one day he can come on here. I think you'd actually really love talking to him. Uh, he's He's been all over the world uh, to do this type of work, and he's he's really amazing. And so he spoke to the students and really had them shift their mindsets as to what an innovator is and to basically recognize themselves as innovators. Um, so they were really inspired by the end of that talk, um, especially because he's learned from some of the greats. So when he named dropped some of the people that he's worked with, uh, the, the students were really excited and because uh, they were names that they recognized and um, and then after we went into our second design challenge which was the main design challenge of the day uh it was our longest design challenge and um there they were tasked with uh designing an indoor or outdoor space that was meaningfully unique to help their community so meaningfully unique captured the innovation part um I got that learning from Professor Crawley at the University of Houston, huge shout out to him, but really meaningful means serves a need, unique, completely original. So just putting those two words together in a problem statement or in a challenge statement captures the spirit of innovation. And so they had to design that, they were in groups. Um, and um, I, there's so much I wanna share about like even how we decked that out, that second challenge out. But yeah, they worked on it. We ended the day with the design showcase where they showcased um, their designs. And um, and then we had a 360 cam photo booth. So they got to take pictures and do all the, yeah, just do all the stuff. And we gave them a lot of good snacks. So they had a great time. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, I think in that second design challenge is very intriguing. You know, I think it gives a, a great lesson on utility. I yeah. think that's really, really interesting. There's depth depth to to those exercises. That's that's really cool. Um, you know, like we, we, you've talked about this, that, you know, this is your first time doing it with high schoolers. What what was some of the differences or if, if any that you kind of saw between the age groups um, when kind of interacting with these challenges or with uh, within the space? What, what, what did you see there? Cool. What is amazing is I saw no differences at all. 
no differences at all. I think the only slight difference was maybe the language. And um, because we had more time, we also had more time, there were some aspects that were more complex because the students were, they did self-learning. So they took themselves through the design challenge. So that was like, a, it was designed in a way where it's student-centered. The student is designing, the student is learning, the student is leading their their peers because that's real world, you know? Not the, the way we have learning set up right now where you're in a classroom and there's a person telling you what to do and then they have a test to, and they know the answers to the test and you have to just give them the answers to the test that they already know. Like that's not real life. <laughs> in real life, you, gotta, you don't have a person telling you what to do. And most people don't know the answers to what your problems are. <laughs> so, um, and so, of course, there were some nuances in terms of complexity just because of the age. But it was pretty much the exact same reaction. Same excitement when they saw the mystery drink with the whipped cream. Same excitement when they walk into a space that's completely decked out. Huge shout out to Candy Fernandez, who are, who's our space design coordinator, who does an amazing job setting up the dream lab um and setting up the space but they walk in they see this this the lights they see the fog machine they hear the music it's all dark in there like same exact reaction as eight and nine year olds same exact reaction when they're given pipe cleaners and markers and things to work with like there was there was really no difference between a, a 15 year old and an eight year old and to tell you the truth i think there'd be no difference if it, if it's for us, I'm actually about to do a dream lab for adults right now uh, in two weeks. Yeah. So oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, um, you know, we should all stay in touch with our inner child. And I think uh, things like this enable us to do that. And I think that's what y'all are trying to get at. And I think because the child mind is so, you know, pure and like untouched or, un, you know, biased in a way. And they're open, you know, children are open to all these new things, whereas, you know, we create biases over time. and. I think stay and finding ways to keep in touch with that inner child and be be excited about you know creativity and things like that. I think that's that's what you're working to do, and I think that's that's really awesome and a very cool thing. So, yeah, but like, uh, so you said you have a, a dream lab for adults coming up. What? Yeah, I haven't heard of this. What What does that look like? <laughs> Where are these adults coming from? How are they getting right. a part of? be a part of this what's that look like yeah so um at teach for america we have four members so our our main value add is that we find amazing talent from across the nation and we place them for two years in an underserved community for two years of teaching and we're kind of doing like the opposite of the brain drain we're bringing brilliant minds to the areas that need it the most in the area of education and so our core members a lot of the work that we do at teach for america is support our core members develop them, train them, keep them motivated and inspired. And so uh, some of my teammates are in charge of putting together these summits twice a year that um, involve all the members of our network and our core members to just for a day of getting them motivated, supported, and, de and developed. And so um, they heard about the Dream Lab, and so they asked if I could actually design a Dream Lab for the core members. Um, just so that they can they can get experience and think through like, okay, how can I take elements of this and apply this to the classroom so that my students are developing innovation mindsets within the classroom or my students are just engaged. We had no behavior issues at all at the ION. 
because students are engaged, it's the solution to classroom management, really. So, uh, so yeah, so it's, it's not really a dream lab in that our dream labs are very much still focused on students, um, but we're going to take the concept to, to adults in, in two weeks and be able to learn there and see if, if the adults react the same way as our fourth graders, which I well, that, am anticipating they will. <laughs> yeah, it's a very interesting case study. And I think, you know, it's important to people that have the most face time with their students have insight in, into these, you know, ways of thinking and uh, things like that. But right now, Sarah, it seems like, you know, you got the workshop structure, but I mean, I'm where like the more we talk about it, it seems like you're laying out a path for like a full-blown curriculum, you know, uh, like a, a path for for this to be, yeah, a full curriculum, a full like you know class structure in a way. Do you do you foresee that? Is that something that you have on your mind, or right now you're just kind of focused on the workshop kind of basis? Yeah. Um. So up until now, these different workshops have all been tests in a larger um in a larger vision. So. For the past year, been doing research, been putting out these dream lab experiments to figure out like, is this idea viable? Is this what our communities really need? Is this an actual valid solution to educational um, inequity? And so these have just been experiments and tests to to prove whether or not it's worthwhile for us to continue. And and I and I truly believe that it is. And so um, in the spring, I'll be I'll be designing our Dream Lab Accelerator, which is an accelerator uh, for young people. Uh, and um, yeah, um, that's what we're going to be spending this the spring doing, and hopefully doing a launch of the Dream Lab Accelerator in the fall. And so we're still trying to narrow down: do we want it to be like a two week accelerator to start with, or do we want to go and go three months? Um, and just really figuring out um, what's what's viable, but what's also going to have the most impact. Because right now it's kind of one-off. These ones, we really want the impact to be very deep on the students so that they're leaving the three-month mark uh, or however long we decide to do it with a concrete solution, a concrete social innovation um, that we're then going to support them in accomplishing, whether it's and within their school community, their broader community. Um, I mean, we're why not? We're seeing 14-year-olds start nonprofits and businesses. So why not our students from, from our communities? Exactly. Now, Sarah, is this something that the kids are being like reviewed on? Like, is or is this like considered an extracurricular kind of thing? Or is this a part of any grading in any way? Are they being reviewed in any way? Or is this just a, what is it? Can you break that down for us? Yeah. So up until now, it's just been, we partnered with the school. We're like, hey, we want your kids for an hour and a half for the two first ones or for a full day for the one we just did at the ION. Like, we'll take care of it. We're going to put them through this really immersive experience. Um, but obviously, for something that's deeper, longer, more impactful, it's like, where will they find the time? And so that's going to be the big brainstorm question. Um, there are different ways that I'm thinking about it. We can do summer or we can we can incorporate it in the day and um, find a way to partner with the school so that the students will get credit. Because to tell you the truth, I think whatever they're going to learn at the Dream Lab in terms of innovation mindsets, innovation skills is just as important and impactful, if not more, than what they learn in the traditional school day not because the traditional school day isn't 
isn't powerful and impactful, but it's just not real life. Yeah. I completely agree. Like uh, that difference between street smarts and book smarts. Yeah. Like what you're, what, the way I see what you're working on is a way to formalize the thinking that goes into street smarts or like solving problems or in, um, understanding environments and how to navigate through them and, and things like that. I think those are things that are lost in, in the pages of books and, and, and whatnot. Cause it's not in the traditional space of learning. It's not experiential learning, which is what you're doing. It's more, you know, just memorization and, you know, getting the test scores and things like that. So yeah, I think what you're doing is kind of shaking up the incentives. Like, I think the incentives are misaligned in the education system where school districts are, are, are fighting for, for money um, and trying to boost test scores where, you know, kids are getting left out in that kind of chase uh, for those things. So I think, yeah, that this whole new kind of feeding into the street smarts of things will enable students to do more in their life. And I think that's something that I wish I had when I was younger, you know, that the street smarts side of things that if without that, you, you know, it's a lot, a lot harder, you know, it's a, more of a bumpy road trying to figure yeah. these things out. And so having that kind of formal education in it is, is phenomenal. And that's, it's amazing what y'all are doing. So yeah, yeah that's really exciting. And, and uh, thanks Cole. And, and it's like, I, I know plenty of, um, really, really smart college graduates from top universities that can't find jobs right now because that as much as that diploma speaks, I mean, it does. People are in search for real skills and most of them are just like, I have problems. I need you to help me solve them. And so if we can like develop this, I add value everywhere I go through my mind and I'm empowered by it. It's like, I don't care what I have a solution orientation. I don't care what it is. If I see it, I have the power to use my mind to figure out a solution to it. And it's like, if we can embed that in our students, especially our students in marginalized communities, I think we have a really solid chance in Houston to, to balance out the skills. There's such a huge area of opportunity here uh, because yes, college degrees still matter, but they don't actually matter as much as they did before, if that makes sense. Like our world is shifting in what in people day. are looking for. Right. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, I you know something that I found. Yeah, a college degree gets you in the door, but once you're like, you know, when you're in the job search after college, no one really cares about your like, GPA or, or what you did. It's more so like who you are as a person, the way you think, and yep. uh, your ability to solve problems. You know, yep. um, it's not it's not that you know everything it's that you if you don't know you know how to figure it out right exactly. and being resourceful and that's not something that's that's necessarily taught because exactly. you're giving parameters to operate within and you're giving a set and a set of instructions if you don't follow the instructions you get you know, downgraded and it's just a it's just kind of a mess so i think you know that all that to say street smarts and feeding into that is is very important and that's what real in reality what companies are looking for yeah um, and there's so many people out there that we can look to that don't have college degrees. I'm beyond grateful that I have a college degree and went yeah. to college, but there are plenty of people out there who are successful and were able to learn and to develop themselves in a way to become successful and, and change world, world real world problems. But that's the main thing. That's what innovation is. It is 
providing a solution to a problem yeah. and um, that's entrepreneurship you know at its at its core so yeah um yeah things have definitely changed from you know being a career person working at the same company for six years and these days people are constantly doing different things because skill sets evolve and positions evolve it's and it's changing even faster every day than it was 10 15 years ago so yeah, yeah all, all that to say yeah um, y'all are, are heading in the right direction for for future of education and it's amazing that it's uh, happening in communities that are are underserved and are, are facing you know inequality in, in a variety of ways exactly i i appreciate you saying that you hit the nail on the head because our kids aren't going to college anyways <laughs> you know what i mean like i i have a a, a a college education as well you know i got to go to rice to one of the top universities in the nation i'm super grateful to my parents to god like for giving me that opportunity but like our kids aren't going to college <laughs> like everything is stacked against them going to college and so it's like yes if we're not careful we are going to lose our communities to the future we are like they tech AI, all of that is going to swallow up our communities. But we also have an area of opportunity because the, the, the rules of the game have changed. Before, they couldn't participate in the game that much because every, the odds were stacked. But here, it's, like, it's almost like the playing field has been uh, leveled out. Yeah. And now, like, okay, who, who's just really creative? <laughs> like, who's yeah. just really unique in their thinking? That's who I want you know yeah. So. yeah yeah that's yeah and the beauty of the internet anyone can shine and create a following and get their voice out there um and be creative uh yeah you don't need to be formally taught these things and there's things like youtube and online learning that uh, you can take advantage of for sure yeah no i think uh that's very important and, and inspiring youth and in, in places that have troubles being inspired because they don't see uh you know they aren't represented in the in these spaces you know like technology or, or what have you you know it's uh so empowering them to be able to kind of find that for themselves is i think the key and that's what you're doing you're you're, you're uh providing them, them the opportunity you know you're putting out your hand and let me let me show you this this thing called innovation and, and thinking so i think it's amazing um yeah i mean i i think uh i don't really have anything else to dive into because i'm there's a lot still to kind of decompress from as far as and, and to digest as far as like what the future holds for this program and uh, you know the impact on on the community so i think uh yeah this is awesome and i look forward to kind of continue following with what y'all are doing and um what things look like so you mentioned that you have the dream lab accelerator y'all hoping to launch next fall is there anything else that we can look forward to this year or at the beginning of next year i know you have that the dream lab with adults is there anything else in the works uh, for the end of the year I definitely can foresee us doing uh, a couple dream labs around the, the city um, as people are learning about it. Um, they're interested in, in, in getting the experience. Uh, so I definitely see us just putting on smaller dream lab experiences that will also serve us really well to, to keep refining the idea. Um, but yeah, I think mainly that uh, we have one potential uh, collaboration uh, in in on the horizon uh but i i think i'll wait a little bit before i share it until yeah, it's keep, set in stone yeah keep it close to your chest and yeah just wait. yeah for sure well cool i mean sarah i really 
appreciate you taking the time. I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on, but I think we got a pretty good picture of what went down um, at the ION with the, the Dream Lab with the ninth graders. And I think uh, you had a great report and great experience. So I think that that is awesome. And it's very exciting to see what the next uh, you know iteration of the Dream Lab looks like in, in this fight against education inequality. So thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you, Cole, again. Yeah. Truly, thank you so much for having me and, and having us at Teach for America Houston here. Yeah, for sure. Download the Texas Innovators app on the App Store and Google Play. Like and follow the TXI Facebook page linked in the description to keep up with innovation happening in the great state of Texas. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, innovation never sleeps. <laughs>